Thanks for downloading the HistoryHub.ie podcast. In this episode, Professor Jonathan Phillips of Royal Holloway, University of London. He is the author of several books on the Crusades, including Holy Warriors, A Modern History of the Crusades, and The Second Crusade, Extending the Frontiers of Christendom. This episode is part four of a four-part Q&A session with Dr. Edward Coleman of the School of History and Archives, University College Dublin. Here, Professor Phillips discusses the legacy of the Crusades. Crusading finished several centuries ago. It goes on after 1291, the fall of Acre. There's crusading uh, in Eastern Europe, crusading in Iberia, and um, crusades against the Ottoman Turks. But really, by the end of the 16th century, it's, it's finished forever. And that is it. So in a sense, when people in the West use the word crusade now, they either use it in a terribly secular sense to mean a good cause, crusade for hospital waiting lists or something like that. Um, but it also has been used uh, on a good military, for, for a, a military cause that's seen as just, something that you have a moral right for, uh, World War I being an obvious example of that. But in terms of, uh, of course, at the last decade or so since 9-11, it's had a much sharper legacy. And when Bush so disastrously used the word in the aftermath of 9-11, it was a gift to bin Laden, um, who was, whatever you think of him, a gifted propagandist. And, and, and he took it and he said, well, you know, their, their leader is calling a crusade against Islam. He used the word himself. I told you, I've been saying this to you for years. There you are. So uh, what I think it, the unfortunate use of that was that it showed the West, the legacy of the, the crusade has been, um, is, is much sharper in the Muslim world. It's not a good cause. And it has that historical parallel that you can draw, even however loosely. You know, clearly, the colonial enterprises of the 19th century were not crusades. They were not primarily motivated by religion. But they took over Muslim lands in the Middle East. And that is the parallel that is, can be drawn quite simply not helped by the fact that some of these Westerners then did say that they were um, treading in the footsteps of Crusaders, particularly the French who chose to sort of hark back to that kind of legacy. But it, it, it's a different kind of thing. But it means that Crusading has a very toxic legacy in the Arab world and, and um, the Muslim, uh, the, the world of Islam. And so that is, is difficult to, to deal with. I think what I, I, I suppose one of the things I try to do in my work is to point out that, in fact, the reality in the medieval period was much more complicated. There are many, many occasions when there are treaties between Christians and Muslims. There is trade going on constantly between the Muslim world and the Christian world. It is not simply A against B. It does not work like that at all. It is far more um, complicated, and in one sense... Uh, yeah, it's much more difficult to, to deal with. It does not give us the straight lines that propagandists like and need. And I think we should complicate it as professional historians and point out those contradictions and complexities and, and how things have changed, you know, that crusading has gone, however much it's used as a metaphor and an image by the West and in the Arab world.